This is the old Trailblazer broadcast, and this is uh, Pastor Albert Pendarvis, the old Trailblazer. Come on, Dan. Maybe, like I tell you, oftentimes we get through early, make all of our stops, and uh, we'll get back to the barn and get you some fresh hay, and I'll get in there in my recliner and maybe catch a few Z's, is what some folks call it. Maybe the old Trailblazer's kind of weary, but I get there in my recliner in my gym's corner and kind of relax a little bit. Maybe we'll do that, Dan. Does that perk you up? I praise the Lord for my old faithful pony. Let's get back into our study. We're looking there uh, at, the, at the Lord giving the sinner a new heart. And the Lord doesn't even have to promise you to change your old heart. No. But he gives you a new heart. Isn't that grace? Isn't that a blessing? Isn't that a blessing that the Lord will give you a new heart? Take that old heart. The depraved sinner is not like a house. I mentioned that in our last study. To be repaired. No, he doesn't repair it. We get a true picture of the old depraved heart when we see how ill man has treated God in his depraved state. There never was a man who was so despised as God has been. And that's right, my friend. The masses of humanity on the earth today despise the Lord. Man in all ages, under all circumstances, has despised God. They tell me that people on in the other countries Tell it, tell it that America is the most vain nation in the world, that we, we curse God. We use God's name in vain more than any other countries do. Isn't that a real commendation on America, my friend? The home of the brave and the land of the free, free to curse God? Oh, but listen, the Lord God of heaven has been accused of everything unjustly by man, blasphemed, spit upon, rebelled against. And if any man knew that anything was godlike, he hated it at once. I know that man has been cruelly treated, but never once has man been treated as our Lord has been. No, sir. No, sir. We have despised God's people. We have despised his day and have taken it for a holiday. We have despised his book, his word, and it's verbally inspired, but yet we've despised it. We have substituted everything else in its place we have despised the house of prayer, preferred the theater to, and the, to the place of worship. To make it worse, indeed, we have used the breath that God has given us to use his name in vain. If, you, if, you're, if you're a person who does that, aren't you ashamed? I grew up in a neighborhood, in a family, where there was much cursing and, and vulgarity, and, and I called it black garden. But my friend, it made an impression upon me. He did when I was a small child. I don't know. I'm sure it was because the Lord had kept his hand on me all those times. But I, I, I can't understand how anybody can curse God without any kind of remorse whatsoever. Curse, use God's name in vain. I, I do. I've, I've, seen, I've seen men curse a horse because he stepped outside the trace chain. I have. I've seen those things, my friend. But that's a natural heart. Listen, to make it worse, we've used his breath. The breath that God gives us to curse him. I asked you, when you get up in the morning, do you thank the Lord? I tell you, oftentimes, uh, thank the Lord for just waking you up. Just waking you up. Because you, you could have gone out into eternity in your sleep. But can you thank the Lord for the breath that he gives you? you ever just take a <sighs> deep breath. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for that breath. Oh, my friend, you say that's foolish? No, sir. No, sir, we've used the food he's given us to strengthen our bodies that we walk contrary to his will. 
We've taken the money that he's given us and uh, used it to damn our own souls. Oh, my friend, I can't even describe it. Listen, we've used a day that he's given us to spend upon our own lusts. Man in his natural state hates God, despises God. You say, no, I don't do that, Trailblazer. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. You let me cross your will. You let me call attention to your pet sin, one that you've hid in your bosom. And you've cussed me and then, in essence, cussed the Lord. I don't have that old trailblazer to tell me uh, this and that and the other. Man, right, man, call me. Can I, can I get saved shacking up? No, no, you're on the road to hell. Well, that's offensive. And you don't like it. But, my friend, if you're not saved, you're on the road to hell this morning. You say, well, trailblazer, you're awful cruel. No, I'm not cruel. I'll do anything in the world to to jerk you out of that broad road that's on the road to hell, my friend. I don't care if you despise the old trailblazer. You might despise me. I have people write me and tell me, well, I won't listen to you no more. Well, that's okay. I tell them, send me $100 and we'll get to heaven. We'll kiss and make up. They say, well, you're just an old fool, trailblazer. Well, let me be a fool for Christ's sake. Have you ever, have you ever, been, have you ever seen yourself a fool? I know I'm a fool. I am, my friend. I am. But listen, listen, let's get back. To think that God in his infinite mercy and sovereignty would purpose, now you listen, would you listen, would purpose, plan, and give such a depraved sinner a new heart? The Lord purposed, on purpose, to give you a new heart. No wonder the Apostle Paul said, the love of Christ which passes knowledge. Go there and read Ephesians 3.18. Talk about man having some good. No depraved sinner has one spark of inherent goodness. No grace. Not one scintilla of natural goodness or righteousness. Only grace can supply those things, my friend. Only the grace of God. You ever just stop and thank the Lord for the grace of God? That free, unmerited favor. The Lord looked down upon the old trailblazer and said, live, just like he did that, that valley of dry bone. Let's go a step further before we run out of time. We see human nature at its worst as we stand at the foot of the cross on Golgotha's hill, and there look upon, behold, our blessed Lord nailed to that tree. We see there human nature mocking his thirst and offering him vinegar to drink instead of water. He's taunted and jeered, in his extreme agony, human nature makes Christ its jest and scorn. And like a pack of bloodthirsty wolves, they howl with lustful thirst for blood. Lasciviousness and cruel eyes stare and gaze upon his, upon his stripped naked body as he hangs there receiving the blow that was intended for depraved man. There as a sheep before his shearers, he's dumb. Isaiah 53, 7. Receiving the curse in his own body while depraved man laughs and jests and gambles for his clothes at the foot of the cross and holds him up to scorn and to ridicule. No wonder he cried. Listen now, sinner. Awaken, sinner, listen. No wonder he cried. Father, Father. Forgive them, for they know not what they do. It is said that if he had not prayed that prayer, that beggarly bunch 
would have all been cast into hell. The ground could have opened up like it did for Korah and all of that group of his and swallowed them up into a, into a, into a burning hell. If the Lord Jesus Christ had not prayed that prayer, Father, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. Like Stephen did there when he was being stoned to death, my friend. You see the hatred for God. You say, well, I'm a nice, clean individual. But down deep in your heart, there's a despicable hatred for God. You don't want him to rule over you. They said, we'll not have this man to rule over us. Depraved man despises anything that's spiritual. If he can't shut your mouth, listen, if he can't shut your mouth and stop your voice, he says, away with him, kill him. He's not fit to live. Man is so blinded today in his religious prejudice and religious hatred that the only thing in the world that he knows to do with a man that's preaching the truth under the power of the Holy Spirit is to put him to death, to silence him. And it was unsaved religionists who crucified our Lord. It was unsaved religionists who stood there with lustful, cruel eyes and thirsted for blood, yet Christ loved them and died for them. It is the unsaved religious of today who cry down every spark of spirituality and tries to, listen, that tries to rise up. Oh, the awfulness of depraved human nature. But God says in his infinite mercy and wisdom, I will take that depraved sinner and I will give him a new heart. Oh, isn't that a, isn't that a gracious thought to, to close out the broadcast on? Oh, my friend, listen, would you do that? Would you think about would you think about it? I asked you, are you saved? You say, well, Trailblazer, you're just meddling in my business. Well, when the Lord called me to preach the gospel, he gave me this uh, verse over there in Timothy. He says, preach the gospel. Be instant in season, out of season. Rebuke with all long suffering. This morning, tonight, I rebuke sinners because you're you're, you're lost and on the road to hell. My friend, what's the remedy? The blood of Christ. Today, as we sit here today, and you sit there where you are, you remember those words, Father, forgive them. Father, forgive them, for they know not what to do. No man will cry that cry until he sees himself as a wicked sinner. Have you ever seen that? Can you go back to the time and the place that you saw yourself? In some instance, that you were adverse to God, that you were everything that God was, you were not, and that you despised his teaching, his preaching, despised his man who's been faithful to you, you over these years. Some of you have been listening to me for years and you still uh, have not trusted the Lord and maybe despise the old trailblazer because I'm true to your soul. I have folks write me and say, Trailblazer, you've been on my toes Stepping on my feet all this week. But I need it because I'm a sinner. Oh, my friend, I asked you, think about your soul. Going off the air at this time, can I just ask you, what about your soul? You have a soul. It's eternal. Yet one day, it will either rest in heaven or be plunged into hell, one or the other. You can't deny it because it's God's word. It's verbally inspired. It was written by the finger of God. And my friend, you and I are going to have to answer for our sins, either by trusting the Lord, being covered by the blood, or paying for it in a devil's hell, burning, burning, burning. 
where the worm never dies and the fire is not quenched, where the old man said, send Lazarus to dip his finger in the cool water and touch the tip of my tongue. No, no, it won't happen, my friend. I wish I could sit down by your side, drink a cup of coffee with you, and, and plead with you to turn to the Lord. Oh, my friend, it's not too late. You still have time. One day it'll be too late. The Lord says he'll not always strive with you. He's striving with you right now with the old trailblazer broadcast. Would you would you turn to him at this time? Fall on your face, crying, Lord, have mercy upon a poor old soul like me. Remember the old trailblazer's address, post office box 1810, Walker, Louisiana, 70785. And my phone number, area code 225-664-8658. May God bless you. Goodbye. If you missed part of today's broadcast or would like a recording, the Old Trailblazer broadcast is now available for download to your phone, to your iPad or computer via podcast. Find out more about our podcast by visiting our website at radiomissions.org. That's radiomissions.org.